Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, hello, everyone. It is good to be back. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in ages. It's been about three weeks and I do apologize. If you follow me on social media, you will have realized that I have apologized for being so busy. What I wanted to do, I have been listening to what people are saying about life at the moment. They're feeling a little overwhelmed with the cost of living, mortgages going up, fuel, um, food costs all going up, and people are starting to really feel the pinch. Um, And I wanted to make sure that everything that I was doing was actually helping rather than just, you know, just paying lip service. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to think of ways that I could really help people to know how to navigate this very difficult time. And so what better than to produce a series on this podcast, um, Getting Back to Basics, because realistically, when um, things like this happen, it is um, getting back to basics that will really get you back on track. So I hope you're going to enjoy this new series. It's going to be something that is very practical um, and something that will help you to be able to navigate the rising costs and the fact that your wage is not going up, but your costs are. Let's try out this new Back to Basics. Well, at the beginning of this week, I posted a quote on my social media. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. That's a quote by Robert Shuler, and I really love it, and I'm convinced that it's true. You may not be so certain, and how can I be when no one knows what the future really holds? Well, the reason I know is because so many times during my life, I have witnessed people who are faced with a trial or a really difficult situation, and they find a way to get through. Human beings are so resilient And that's what we need to do now. We need to be able to look at what might seem like a massive task ahead of us and just look at it and roll up our sleeves and think we're going to get this done. We're going to have to get back to basics. So get that pen and paper and start writing a budget. Yes, a budget. I know you've been putting it off for a very long time. Some of you do write budgets. I have lived on a budget for so many years and every now and again, even I get sick of the budget, don't uh, don't record what I'm spending and every time I regret it. I have learned over the years that a budget is one of the best tools for creating freedom in your financial life. So come on, bite the bullet, get that pen and paper and start writing a budget. The only way 
that you are going to discover what the job ahead entails is to write it down and to plan. So this is how we do it. I'm going to teach you how to write a budget and do it really, really basically. So we only have a certain amount of money to play with, don't we? Write down what your income is. Now, you can do a budget on a weekly basis, a fortnightly basis, a monthly basis. You can do it on a yearly basis, but it's not going to be relevant because you are going to have to live from pay to pay till you get used to saving and then you don't need to live from pay to pay. But right now, because things have got out of control, you need to start working with the money that you have. So decide what your budget's going to cover. Is it going to be for a week, a fortnight or a month? Now, the first thing you have to do is write down all of your fixed expenses. When I'm talking fixed expenses, these are the things that have to be paid. So things like the mortgage or the rent, they have to be paid, otherwise you're out on your ear. All right, so they are a fixed expense. Any bills that you have, write them down. Medical costs, you really cannot go without your prescriptions or you're going to get very sick. So write down your medical costs. And if you um, need to pay things like school fees, write those down too. That gives you an idea of what a fixed expense is. Realistically, anything that is a direct debit that you have set up is, for this matter's sake, a fixed expense. However, I do not believe things like streaming services, um, audio book apps, music apps are fixed expenses because you actually have the choice whether or not to have those things. Oh, no, I'm never going to do without my music, you might say, or I love listening to um, audio books. But you can get those things for free on the library. Don't you realize that? That would save you some money. But if you think, well, no, I can't live without that. I've booked it in. It's a direct debit. Okay, we'll go with that. But you may need to change your mind later on because there may not be enough money to go around. So bear that one in mind. So fixed expenses are those expenses that need to be paid before you get out of bed in the morning. And those are the ones that you write down. The next ones you come across are your optional expenses. Now, many people wonder what I mean by optional because I'm about to put two things in there that you think you cannot do without. And you're very, very correct. (laughs) Food and fuel are optional expenses. How on earth is that Uh, true? Because you actually do need food or else you're going to die. (laughs) So what I mean is, um, yes, we do need to eat but it's what you are eating. Is it really necessary to have caviar at every meal? I'm being silly, I know. But think about the ribeye steak, the King George Whiting, the expensive cuts of meat, the expensive meals that you um, are, you are preparing. They are not really necessary. You can make tasty and healthy meals for a lot less. And it's time you started to do some research get to your bookcase. I am sure if you're anything like me, you have got a bookcase full of recipe books. Go and get them out and try and find some really tasty, very reasonably priced recipes that you can make for your family. Yes, you want them to be healthy, but you need to go and do some research. If you haven't got the recipe books, there's no need to go and buy them. There is a library down your 
uh, way, very, very close by. There's usually a library in every suburb. So go to the library. There are tons of healthy cookbooks um, in your library. Swap recipes with your friends and family. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of supermarkets now, I notice, pr- um, produce a monthly uh, magazine that contains some amazing recipes in that magazine. And I think, um, you know, they could teach us a few things about what to buy. They can also teach us what not to buy too. So just be very careful. So what you're doing, you're looking at the fact that yes, you need to spend money on food, but you don't need to spend as much as you have been doing because what you were doing and what you could afford to do may not any longer be relevant to this time in your life. Okay, so that is food taken care of. Fuel, I do know that you need fuel in your car to be able to get to work. But let's have a look at this and let's think about this as optional. Are there things that you can actually do that are a little bit smarter than the amount of fuel that you are using? Could you share a ride? Could you use public transport? I hope you've all got one of those petrol apps on your phone because you can actually check where the cheapest fuel is in your area or along your journey that you take to work. You might find that it's actually cheaper in the next suburb. And always be checking that because there are certain days when it's cheaper. For me, there's no rhyme or reason why petrol goes up and down. I can't believe why one minute it's 190 a litre and the next minute it's only 150. I can't understand that. I've got no idea and I'm sure there needs to be some sort of regulation surrounding that. But anyway, this is what we're faced with. So keep an eye on those prices and when you see them lower, maybe that's the time that you should be filling up your tank. And I I would like to just say something about not filling up your tanks. I have noticed people are putting $5, $10 in here and there, which doesn't get you very much at all. And in the long run, I actually think you use more money that way. So definitely set aside some money every week. Um, If you're using fuel on a weekly basis, make sure you're um, setting aside money every week for your fuel. It's really, really important. The other thing to remember is that do you really need to use the car at all? How many times have we jumped into our car just to go down the street and get a newspaper or get a loaf of bread or even get yourself a takeaway coffee? How many of you actually done that when you could have actually walked, exercise, um, walking, you know, off you go. Don't need to use the car for that. It's, you're using very, very precious fuel. So I think you get what I mean. Yes, we do have to eat. Yes, we do have to put fuel in our car. But let's just be very careful about how we're doing that so that we can spend less. So when you have accounted for all of your fixed and optional expenses, I want you to add them up. And when you get that balance, then take that away from what your income was. So if you've done your fixed expenses and your income for a week, what is left after you take your expenses away from your income. If you're doing it for a fortnight, same thing, month, same thing. Okay, now whatever is left is all we have got left to spend on lifestyle. If it's $10, it's $10. If it's $20, it's $20. 50, that's all you've got. 100, 
that's all you've got. You can't go over that. If you're going to go over that, you're heading into credit territory and you're going to make matters worse because you're going to start incurring a debt. And that then is going to take a whole chunk of money out of your pay before you even start to spend money on your fixed and optional expenses. So don't go down the credit way. Start to sort this out now. Okay, so what do I mean by lifestyle? Unfortunately, it's all the things that we love to do. So I know I'm going to make people a little bit uneasy right now, but here we go. Lifestyle is takeaway. Lifestyle is meeting friends for coffee. It's things like, I've mentioned them before, Audible, Spotify, iTunes, Netflix, great things, great apps. I love them too. But do we really need to spend money on them? Things like the gym. Oh, some people would not say that that's lifestyle, but it really is. You can live without it, to be perfectly honest. Go do some gardening in the backyard, go for a walk, go for a run. None of those things cost money. You know, I know it's hurting this, but if you really have to, if you've only got $10 left in your budget after you've done the other two exercises, then you might need to cut out some of these things. Some of you won't need to, but some will have to get really tight. It's things like fashion, smoking, alcohol, all those things that we seem to spend those extra dollars on. This is the area where you're going to really have to look at it. So, you know, it sounds uh, pretty awful. But this is the new normal and it doesn't have to be forever because what I'm getting you to do is getting you to learn to live on less lifestyle so that then you can get back on your feet and start to save again. Get used to this. This is you learning to manage your money better and then you will be able to do it easily. You'll find ways around it. You are tough and you can overcome this. So I hope this has been not just irritating, it's also been comforting, a little bit of both. Yes, it's going to be some hard work. Yes, you're going to have to really work at this. But what I'm saying is, if we really do try hard, I think we can get through this. If you talk to older people, they have all um, had tough times in their life and you could get some really good ideas from them actually. You know, it wasn't so very long ago that families didn't go out all the time for takeaway or have to go to the movies or have to go to special places to enjoy as a family. Families went on picnics and I know we're not in the weather for picnics right now, but that time will come and there are, are things that we can do that really don't cost the earth. So I hope I've got that brain matter going. More next week on getting back to basics. And please, I love to hear your comments and any questions or any ideas that you might have. Please email me, podcast at coachchris.com.au. Lovely to talk to you. I'm not the